the future of photography. Hello and welcome back. My name is Chris and this is The Future of Photography and with me the, the whole gang again, which is amazing. So, Imar, Adrian, Jeremiah, how are you feeling today? Um, yeah, Mixed. Pretty good. <laughs> Mixed. Yeah, just, good. I can beat that. I'm pretty good, yeah. Just for reference, we're recording this on the 3rd of October 2020. Yeah. If you want to look up what happened in history at that day. So <laughs> there's, let, there's some or don't, to be probably. cheerful. <laughs> um, anyway, let's let's um, do what we do here and talk about photography. And uh, today we have, well, we have chosen the, the way we decide what we do here on this show and the topics. Um, first of all, there's the Discord. So people are welcome to just give us info, to give us ideas, to... Um, to to paste to paste things in there from their browsers and uh, the community on our discord is growing by the day which is awesome um and then the four of us we have this little back channel where we go back and forth about things and sometimes one thing pops in and within like a minute or two everyone goes oh that's a good one let's talk mm -hmm. about this one and this is what happened today jeremiah suggested to talk about the snapshot so jeremiah take it away well all, all of this came um came through as i you know do my daily walks here during the pandemic and 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 take pictures and and i started to uh, just feel the difference between when I go out with a particular point of view um, in mind with whatever camera I happen to be carrying, uh, focused on an aesthetic or a subject uh, or the light or something that, that uh, creates a consciousness for me in which to use the photography to be ever-present. And, um, and then I started to think about the um, the joy of not having that when I walked. In other words, just random shooting. And I then began to question the art of the snapshot, the snapshot itself. And what's the difference between art and snapshot as, as a kind of overview? What's the real difference? And, and I think, and we can, let's talk about this because I don't think there's a real answer, but I think it has to do with intention uh, or storytelling um, or trying to approach whatever subject as an observable aesthetic. Um, and, and in that way, you know, when I, I personally, when I, when I shoot, um, I try to keep my ratio of shots that I capture and shots that end up being close to the intention, say a little bit better, a little bit worse, but close to it in something that I can manipulate or work through to arrive at, at an image that I truly love. And um, I try to keep that ratio low. So I, I approach each image with a very kind of um, formal sense of composition and light and positioning and moment of capture, etc. Um, and, and so... Out of that comes the kind of converse, which is the random capture of just going and shooting and shooting and shooting and shooting and then discovering it later. Um, and the dis even the discovery process, um, 
will gear myself to something that has an intention towards art, aesthetic, etc., or just preserving uh, a moment. So my question is, is there a formal aesthetic to a snapshot, like grunge aesthetic, you know, just raw, um, not necessarily perfectly focused, just a moment in time? Um, and, and I thought it would be interesting to kind of compare some of the, my, my favorite artistic snap, snapshot aesthetic uh, formal artists with the history of snapshots uh, as a kind of global pastime of people who now carry uh, a phone around with them and what that means, um, old picture books. Um, and and a way of kind of connecting with one's family and memories and all of that. One certainly uh, aware here in California when there's a fire and there's a warning, get out. One of the very first things after people take their passports or papers or social security numbers, they grab their photographs. Uh, if they're not backed up, if they're old-fashioned, they, they will grab those because those are, quote, irreplaceable. I think those of us who are now... Um, aware that we can back up our, our images, that, that they do exist in a, a cloud, gives us a little bit of compost. How many backups do you have, but Jeremiah? I have multiples. I have, <laughs> I, have, I have a backup because, in my view, like riding a motorcycle, you're either down or you're going down. So <laughs> <laughs> they, they, they are valuable. They are really valuable. So multiple copies, same thing for me. I, can, yeah. I cannot I – I had one, one very, very painful – loss of photography where i lost half a year of photography yeah it's, it's a terrible thing this will never knocking on wood never ever happen to me again yeah, yeah I, I i have two sets of images two complete sets of images probably close to two gigabytes that are in the cloud i have a a, a very uh, large 16 terabyte uh raid a drobo actually um and i and i have an outboard um an outboard um, you know, hard drive that I keep most of my uh, work. And the hard drive, every quarter, I actually back that up and put it in a safety deposit. And how so many have, of those photos are, by, by your definition, snapshots? Um, it's it's almost impossible to tell for me. Mm. You know, the, the, you, the, I mean, I mean, you just you just said the pictures with intention and without intention. But I, can, um, I, I don't know because I, I think I take more snapshots now that I have uh, have been using an iPhone for the last um, you know decade or so. So I, I tend to do snapshots on that. I tend not to do snapshots if I'm carrying my my Leica with me, though. I am now kind of gearing up, which is what this this is about personally, of just taking my camera with me and just shooting without any consciousness, like just snap, 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 whatever gets to me, and and just loosening up. And I think that the if I'm go want to provoke anything in this discussion as we move forward, it's um, to change the way you approach photography in your daily life. If you're just a random capture kind of person, try to go out and be very formal about it. And conversely, if you're very formal about your captures, go out and just be completely um, amateur in terms of uh, open to whatever. 
to focus to us you know to to even exposure just go and shoot and see what happens so it's I'd the, go ahead I, I'd like to extend this now to Adrian and Imar because um, the one thing that you brought up is that you kind of tie this to the different kind of camera you use. The one is your iPhone, which is more for snapshots, and the other is the big camera, which is more for proper photos. And Adrian mm. is is in that boat as well, at least with different kinds of cameras, the big camera and the iPhone, whereas Imar is an iPhone-exclusive shooter. So there must be some different. Uh, Adrian, what do you see that like? Oh, there's a whole bunch of stuff going through my head actually because i think mm. um i'm at the moment in the middle of a, an exercise i don't think i'd call it a challenge i'm in the middle of a, an exercise of shooting uh with the hipstamatic app every day and sharing that uh, and letting it randomize basically basically randomize the effect um, and that for me is both a snapshot and deliberate Because although what you might think of, of that particular app and shooting of a phone as a snapshot exercise, actually, it's it's trying to, for me, reduce the friction in, in shooting and shooting anything. But it's shooting things that I see. It's, it's so although I'm shooting anything and shooting very free and easy, it is a, it is looking for something um, and and that is that is deliberate it could be a, a light and shadow or it could be a detail somewhere or something just and, and i'm doing this as a very deliberate exercise at the moment so part that snapshot part not and then i think uh you know the the traditional sort of you know family out and about you know cataloging the family's adventures over years thing is that you know sometimes at times i've taken that very seriously you know so okay we're going to have a, a get you know get Get, get to get some lights out or, or whatever or, or use a, a favorite lens or, and really work hard at those things but at the end of the day some of those really are just snapshots of life um and so mm. i think what i'd say is uh, i think do, the do snapshot you have this, do you have this split between the two different cameras and the two different types of photography do you have that uh, yes i th i think so But again, it, it's not that it's always the same way around. So sometimes I'd be using the phone to be for a deliberate exercise like I am at the moment. And other times it would be a, a more traditional dedicated camera um, that, that I would be looking to use. I see. Um, so it's, it, it, it switches around for me. But I do think the snapshot is a powerful thing. And some of, the, some of my favorite photos over the years are snapshots because they bring back memories. Mm. And Imar, for you, you are the... Right now, I, I would I would guess that the majority of your photography is with the iPhone. You do have another camera, but do you make that distinction? Um, I suppose I would. In my mind, the definition of the snapshot is. Oh, Emma froze. Oh, Emma just stopped moving, which Good. just is. Her we network. were going to get her definition. <clears throat> yeah. It's, it's her network. Okay. <clears throat> Imar, where are you? Da, 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 da. So much for post-production. <laughs> I'd hoped I wouldn't have to edit this. And now she's gone. Uh, oh. Whoa. What happened? Oh, no, no, no. Never mind the weird thing. When, when she comes oh, back, okay, we'll be yeah. back to normal. Okay. <sighs> so you've you, uh, Adrian can you hear me yeah yeah hmm? uh, you've really motivated me to, 
to explore hipstamatic again. And uh, <laughs> I, I got to say, I'm, I'm loving it. Me too. I, I just great. made some, some prints um, where I, you know, I took the hipstamatic and I brought them into Photoshop. I didn't do very much with them at all. Uh, but made sure they were the right resolution for printing and 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 yeah size. yeah the and technical let, stuff yeah. oh and man it, it just turned out beautifully yeah it's it's uh, it's really good fun I mean I've always way back since it launched I've always found it to be the one of the best apps in terms of the aesthetic it can produce it does I have a beef with it though um, oh dear I'm trying to figure out how to rename the cameras you know the bodies of the cameras you can edit the film you can edit the lens you can edit the color of the case oh can you is that but, in that but, is that in the the, the classic hipstamatic x the, no hipstamatic x oh i think i haven't even tried well i oh, have tried the new one it's so good is it so emus well you can build it. your own camera you can literally build it but you can do that in um you i guess you can in the classic yeah. as well yeah, I have the classic from years ago, but it, it doesn't seem to be as um, quick, easy. I don't know. I'm um, gonna t so I think what I'm gonna uh, what I'm gonna do next is try a try this uh, a, a similar exercise, perhaps with the new app. <clears throat> I wasn't happy can... about paying for it because it's quite expensive. Um, but now that I've completely fallen in love with some of the, it's uh, about five or a month or something, isn't it? Yeah. 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 Um, so, but, um, it, it's good. One of my beefs with it is, um, you got to go to hipstamatic, then you got to, you know, there's, there's oh, a lot of buttons to push. I've, I've been playing with the hipstamatic tintype with, uh, that sub yeah, yeah. thing. Yeah, and, yeah, I saw and, that, yeah. and the user interface is such a piece of garbage. Sorry. Yes, the whole, that's the whole, the that uh, is the problem is that, with is it. Is that the, the new app though, Chris, or the old one in that's fact the one, that's the one i shot the cabbage with or i edited yeah, the cabbage with yeah it's, yeah, it's, it's new it's, and it's yeah it's it's oh. it's in the hipstamatic universe it's a separate app and oh i see it's okay. called tintype and the and the and the, right. and the user interface i mean talk about wooden brass things and <laughs> steampunk <laughs> optics and oh i hate it no listen what comes out of it is awesome but yeah yeah uh, well same thing with hipstamatic x uh the hipstamatic yeah. x the results are really nice uh but the interface getting to take <laughs> the picture with any kind of efficiency is is not easy <clears throat> um but there you go um yeah but it's, I, I think I'll go for So there's a couple of other exercises. I, I do want to try the new app. I want to try allowing myself to edit as well. Uh, yeah, I've been doing that. Ah, there's ah she's back. Can you take hey, your man. phone sideways, Imar? Here we are. And then prop it up somehow. And Can you hear us? Okay, we cannot hear you. I can. I, I oh, can you, hear. you can. You can. Okay. Yeah, I can okay. Hear you, yeah. Um, okay. Let me see. I might have to re to refresh her browser sending. But the internet's gone. Ah, there we go. So you can. You can. You're coming through. Your sound is coming through well. Your okay. video is is okay. Well, low frame rate, but that is fine. It'll do the trick. Mm -hmm. Yeah, don't move around a lot. Nice and blurry. <laughs> it's fine. It's totally fine. So, Imar, 
you were so, telling so i'm 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 asking again on that i asked imar so i'll do that again and then i cut in here mm -hmm. um so imar um you you're mostly an iphone shooter you have a different camera uh, as well but you your the iphone is your camera after oh hold on stop before we continue i have you in the wrong bubbles now because things changed around i have to fix that <laughs> oh, oh, I'm Imar. oh my god i have to fix that <laughs> first so Imar Hello. gets twins the hair it's the hair he's getting um, confused i'd like another whiskey please <laughs> I'd like one whiskey. There's Imar, and my then favorite writer's tears. Here's where's Adrian? Ah, oh, there's Adrian. It is my favorite, by the way. No, there's is it? Jeremiah in this box, is, right? and then here's Adrian, nah. and then we go back Irish to here. Irish whiskey, writer's <coughs> tears. So, okay. Yeah. We are in our proper bubbles again. Let me Hooray. ask that question again. Uh, so, Imar, you are um, almost exclusive iPhone shooter. You have a different camera, but you don't really use it. So does that split apply to you as well? Um, I suppose it does. I think a snapshot by its very definition is something that's uncontrived. So I think it, the minute you get into planning it out, it's, it's, it's not really a snapshot anymore. I love that. Do you think? I love what you so, just said. It's not contrived. Because uh, th yeah. the bigger question is, is all of art contrived? Well, yes, I think Some it is. is. Yeah, well, yeah. I think most of it is because it comes from, I'm not saying contrived in a bad way. It's yeah. contrived a la created, yeah. made with intention, mm -hmm. going back. Planned, yeah. Yeah, yeah in some way. Set up. Uh, on yeah. 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 Because even on the hunt, you know, Adrian's hunting for a shadow, uh, mm. uh, maybe a texture, the way light falls on a on a person, he's looking for that, whether it's conscious or unconscious. Mm. And when he sees it, after going through multiple uh, <laughs> multiple ways of getting into his hipstamatic, <laughs> he will take the picture. Does that, does that make me a really subtle and sophisticated artist? Then, if I I'm think using a snapshot <laughs> technique to do no, something intentional, no, which, br which brings me to um, to a the the kind of. Uh, one of the focuses of this particular episode, which is, I, I, I want to talk very briefly about four uh, photographers who represent a snapshot aesthetic, but have taken it to a level of A, in the art world, extremely valuable, B, in the kind of just appreciation of a consistent aesthetic over years and years. Uh, Vivian Meyer, who is the you know the best known um she did her photos with no intention of having them um uh, seen by gallerists or presented or published she mm. just did them it was only way after her death mm. that um she came to be discovered and and her color work which i highly recommend people take a look at is um even closer to that uh, aesthetic of snapshot. Um, so Vivian Meyer is, is, is someone who, who just uh, felt present in the world and captured it. Uh, I'm not sure if it was for memory, but just the experience of being uh, in a place at a time um, and, and in, in many ways just being a fly on the wall. Yep. And they have a snapshot aesthetic, but they are really mm. shot with intent. You can tell when you look at them. So it's yes. art mm. that looks like mm. a snapshot, but it's not yes. really. 
That's right. And and it's that fine line that that creates the uh, I guess the blurriness between what constitutes a snapshot. I mean, with artists who use that motif, that aesthetic, um, I I think the the consistency of their work. When you look at hundreds, if not thousands, of their pictures, there's a I don't want to say sameness, but but a a cohesive aesthetic that binds them together. A style makes yeah. Mm. Um, the, yeah, yeah. Uh, Stephen Shore, another spectacular uh, photographer who uh, I would say influenced uh, my work and has from the very get-go. Um, I've been um, just obsessed with his work for years and years and years and, and love his, um, just the way he approaches life, color, blandness, uh, ordinariness that gives it a heightened reality. I find his work to be extraordinary and um, well worth looking at. And he's someone who travels across the country or has and just takes snaps. Uh, but they do have a mood, tone, style that is unique to him. Uh, and next on my list is... Uh, That's the other interesting thing, isn't it? I think that that moment in time, that snapshot of a moment in time, that's never going to come back again. Yeah. That's the other gorgeous thing about a snapshot. About photography, too. Um, Martin Parr, yeah. another one, uh, made... He, he does... Maybe... He, he does what Stephen uh, Shore does uh, in, in many, many ways, but maybe with a sense of irony and humor is how I would differentiate. Um, uh, I, I find his, his work to be extraordinarily ironic, and you can <laughs> see this as we're sharing these. Um, I think that's it, it, so, so Martin Parr is an interesting one because uh, for, for me, because some of the places he shoots, I actually recognise because you know, uh, uh, and uh, that that adds an extra dimension. Whereas, whereas the St Stephen Shaw less so because I, I clearly, clearly our, our travelling paths have not crossed yeah. very, uh, very. I recognise the Stephen Shaw. Yeah, so that that adds for me a, a, an interesting dimension, and I think that feel, makes it feel possibly a bit more snapshotty. Um, but then you you can sometimes see when you see something like that and you're taking a, a, a taking or making a, a photograph in a in a location where you, you may have seen uh, inspiring photographs of the same location. It's very it, it's sometimes very difficult to a get away from that and, and b to. To, to get anywhere close to it as well <laughs> it's just like it's like you go away that. thinking to, right i don't want to take the shot that martin parcher took and then <laughs> and then you it. get it and you look at it and you think how come mine doesn't look anything like his <laughs> I, sh I shot one very similar of a couple taking a, a selfie on, from a selfie stick on the um on the red stairs yeah. at times square mm. Um, yeah, so, yeah, all, yeah, all of that, and that, the one you're showing on the screen at the moment, which is for for the listeners' benefit, is is two couples have have uh, sorry a couple uh, taking a selfie at Stonehenge um, uh, with, <laughs> with and having a kiss at the same time. It's a great shot. I was at Stonehenge a few weeks ago, and I didn't get anything like like that. It's so it is a once it is it is both a source of inspiration and a source of frustration. I find <laughs> the thing about Martin Parr is he is looking for moments like this. And he must have an ability to anticipate that moment. And I, I say this because of the consistency of his work. 
In other words, he's always there at that moment of, let's call it irony or, or celebration or just that, yeah. that, that moment that gives it a unique sense. And I think that's part of what I think you're driving at with this about the snapshot aesthetic, because I know that a lot of Martin Parr's work, some of his most famous work has either been a, a commission or a personal project of some sort. Um, and so actually it's not unplanned. It may be documentary or snapshot mm. in style, but it's not unplanned. Well, and so yeah. it's it's, yeah. it's it's a really interesting thing. Um, uh, and, and yeah, like I say, it frustrates the hell out of me sometimes. <laughs> Well, he must be the, a very good um, observer of human behavior that he can yeah. sort of anticipate the moments think, like that. Like that. I mean, I went through a period time, like like that also in the in the seventies. Um, you know, carrying around my my uh, Nikon, you know, uh, F, and and just like with a wide angle lens and just snapping wildly Shriners parades or you know all of these kind of perverse. Uh, cultural humans, uh, and you know, I've I've yet to go back into those uh, folios and, and digitize and, and and print them out and see if there's anything there. But uh, I did have a show of that years and years ago. Uh, the last um, uh, the last one that I wanted to discuss here in in this particular um, topic is uh, a photographer a lot less well known uh, called Slim Aaron's. Um, uh, his work is uh, very un unfamiliar to most uh, because he, uh, it, I think he traveled in circles, you know, Capri and Samaritz, and he he seemed I don't know um, how, but he he was really one of those uh, people who uh, hobnobbed with um, the kind of whether they were rich and famous, famous or just rich, but lived the life, the style. Um, and his work was as much about, um, I think, very, very typical, um, just preserving a memory. In other words, just snapped with apparent uh, lack of formal aesthetic, but they all felt unified. His work is really astonishing when you do a deep dive in it. Uh, his work is really... This um, one was new to me, um, uh, and I had a quick flick through some of them. Um, and, yeah, um, really uh, thought-provoking stuff, because, as you say, it looks it, it looks nonchalant. Yeah, um, but it's uh, but but in other ways it, it doesn't. I mean, there is some there's some shots of you know, people around a pool. I think in a house in Palm Springs. So it's obviously like a yes, yeah. a sort of um, mid century look about the architecture and and stuff like that. And, and and that's all great. And it reminds me of and I can never remember who took it. It's a very famous photo of Faye Dunaway uh, taken a night after a big party where she'd won an Oscar or something like that. And I can never remember who took it, but that was a fully staged one, but this has that sort of aesthetic. And do you know, Lauren Greenfield? Uh, are, are you aware? Of I'm not anybody? sure that I do actually. No. Um, I should really put her stuff in there. She's a, I, I believe she's a Magnum photographer. She, yeah. she captures kind of, you know, uh, the wealthy, uh, young, uh, young adults, you know, in play, she's LA-based, uh, tremendous photographer and and filmmaker, um, who, whose whose work is very very similar. I mean, I can list you know hundreds of people working in this 
on this aesthetic. These are just a few. But um, so those are some that span many, many decades. Of course, when we go to the past and start talking about, well, where did this come from? I think the earliest uh, photographers were just part of it was a novelty. So there wasn't um, initially a sense of, of, of a kind of owned aesthetic that they could present uh, on the street or with their family. Uh, so it starts out very formal because of the equipment. As the equipment gets lighter, the work gets a little more uh, familial or looser or less formal in its uh, framing and, and, and lighting. And so that, that will, it will circle back to that. But as we move into the future of what a snapshot could be, I, I, I want to ask you guys if you think the snapshot of the future will be most oriented or influenced uh, by new kinds of gear, whether it's our glasses that we blink and take an image or or something else, uh, whether it's, you know, a being able to <laughs> access CCTV cameras and <laughs> snap something or, or satellites or new kinds of cameras. So, so one thing I've noticed is, uh, you know, through the uh, what, what Chris often refers to as the democratization of photography, uh, you know, in the last 10, 15 years or so. Yeah is uh i i think there there is an aesthetic which i'll call the parent aesthetic let's say just for just for for a better point which is that um you know there's a, a taking photos a lot of photos of the tops of your children's head and that that is uh, you know and i i fear that equipment uh, that you know, wearable cameras um will uh will take us further down that path if 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 everybody's wearing cam uh, glasses that can take a, a snapshot uh, and the camera is built into the glasses well every photo is going to be taken between about five foot and six foot isn't it and and that's no good that, that you know, yeah so i think there's a danger there's a risk to the future aesthetic and and maybe it's not it maybe it's not mm -hmm. a risk to the future aesthetic maybe it's an issue with the current aesthetic <laughs> but it's yeah i i yeah the anybody any parent that ever asks me well what can i do to take better photos of my children you know you're, you're an enthusiast yeah well, yeah i just say crouch down <laughs> you know get down, get on get their on level. level get yeah. the floor yeah, yeah. Hit yeah, the floor. For, yeah, hit the floor. <laughs> yeah. You know, for, for me, for me, um, the the snapshot is um, is very much linked to simplicity of the tools I use, and um, the, currently what we do, and I think that's also the reason why we predominantly use our smartphones for snapshots and not the big cameras is because the smartphones are connected and they store their images and they're easy to retrieve and there's mm -hmm. no hassle whatsoever whereas with your big camera you still have to like plug it in take the card out mm -hmm. put it in a card reader mm -hmm. import it do some work with it and mm -hmm. for me that prevents me from t doing too many snapshots because i know that i will have follow-up work to do after it's work that I have to do in some way or another, whereas... I uh, suppose that you could look at it in terms of like that your phone, um, like just the ubiquity of digital devices to take pictures on now is just, it's gone to such an extreme that I suppose the way you could look at it, if you want, you know, is to see your, your snapshots that you take on your phone as almost sketches 
to the painting, which is the, the picture that you take with your big camera. So it's an yeah, interesting, yeah, you know, if you're scouting yeah. a location or, you know, just trying to get an angle right, just take a million shots. And then when you decided on the one you want, go back with your big camera and get that well, shot. I, yeah, I mean, I do that if I'm working on a TV series or, or a film. Uh, that's what we do. And in fact, I have several apps that I just program in, uh, say, a red camera with, you know, a 35 millimeter lens. And uh, I can even program in uh, what kind of gamma I have. I can get it very, very close to the look or the uh, LUT, the uh, lookup table. Mm that I'm going to use and snap, 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 snap. And then when, when mm -hmm. I get back with my uh, DP, my cinematographer, uh, we'll review and he'll know uh, very specifically, if he wasn't on the scout, uh, that I'm looking at, say, this part of this location uh, with this intention on this. And it, it, it becomes a lot, uh, a tool of communication. Uh, out of that often comes a really beautiful image in and of itself that I will kind of extrapolate out and use. Um, but I, I, I actually think that part of what you're saying is just having it with you. And as more and more people, I think we talked about this last show, when you have a camera with you, uh, when you have oh. a camera with you, <laughs> everything's good. And, and more people are used to iPhones as a, quote, non-threatening, you know, you don't have to say, okay, everybody, smile, mm. you know, that, that old trope, mm. uh, that everyone's taking selfies or pictures with their phone. You see it all the time. So it becomes something that allows uh, moments to be captured. I bet, and I have not done this yet, but um, my next exploration of my own kind of personal uh, photography, not necessarily art, but just I want to see what happens, is going out with my iPhone on the wide angle lens uh, with it fully ready to shoot with a um, multiple frame so I can, you know, take, you know, bursts of you spray, know, and and spray and pray. Spray and pray on the street and, and literally see what happens with my phone. If mm. you're doing this with a, you know, Fuji, Nikon, Canon, like, uh, you know, et cetera, people, like, you, you start to raise that camera to your head, people are going to either move away, turn away, change. If you're mm. shooting from the hip, which often street photographers will do, and you set the, the focus and exposure ahead of time, et cetera, you're still limiting yourself. But if you're walking around with a with a, a, a smartphone, you know, an iPhone or an Android, uh, and just like spraying and praying. Nobody's really paying attention to you because mm. everyone's, uh, is he talking to, to someone on the phone, right? Uh, is just, he imagine, just imagine, just imagine yeah. three years in the future, we have these uh, goggles on that give us a uh, viewfinder in our, on our eyes while the actual camera, the phone is somewhere completely different. That's right. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So, Je Jeremiah, I have a suggestion for you for that one. It's something I've been meaning to do myself for ages, but I haven't got around to do yet. It is to do that with the cell phone, uh, but hold in your other hand uh, a Bluetooth shutter button. Because one of the things that I find that is a, a source of friction 
is is the ergonomics and so i have a, a little bluetooth shutter button you can get them anywhere i think mine is a joby one it happened to come with a like a phone hand grip uh but uh you can, you can buy bluetooth shutter buttons anywhere um and hold that in your other hand and then you can just sort of waft your camera around you don't even need to be looking at the screen you don't need to reconfigure your hand to hit the buttons or anything like that that is the idea of the day for me for this exploration oh. that is a great idea Oh, by the way, for uh, those who watched the video, we just lost Imar, which kind of uh, <laughs> ki killed our setup here. But that doesn't matter. We she are wants to go to... buy that button right away. So you can't you <laughs> she, can't see Adrian right now, but he's somewhere in there to, to sit on. Yeah, <laughs> Adrian is somewhere hidden in there. Um, if you if you scuttle all the way to the left, Adrian, we will see you again. No, no, to your uh, left, you, to your there left. There he is. There he is. Uh, there is. Uh, or on the other side. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's amazing. How did you do that? Do I, can I get into Chris's bubble? No, you can't. <laughs> I did it. <laughs> There's a lot I of had, actually, I had That would be was, fun. If I, I was on a, I was on a work call the other day, a, t a team's call. And, uh, we had this, here's, here's, so snapshots, here's a good, here's a good snapshots topic, right? So we're all stuck at home doing a bunch of video calls. And one of the things that Zoom made popular and everybody else is copying is the idea of having a custom background. Uh, and uh, I had, uh, I had a guy, one of my colleagues the other day had uh, done a screen grab of me uh, and then put as his custom background a picture of me <laughs> in yeah. in in my study, uh, so that he was saying, "This is this is a shot from remember the time I came round to your house." And of course, he's never been to my house. So there you go. There's <laughs> snapshots. There's a new um, a new publishing channel there for for your snapshots, which is the is, is the virtual background for all your video calls that you do. Well, and and of course, we have a Discord, and there is a showcase. Uh, channel where you can showcase your snapshots to us and we'll showcase ours um, so the, the one of the questions i wanted to ask uh is you know i think you've answered half of it the future um of snapshots will it be gear oriented or will it be subject oriented well don't people only take photographs of themselves these days <laughs> <laughs> Like I, I, I think taking pictures of your kids or your grandkids and what whatever uh, family you may have is something that yeah. is uh, certainly at the kind of root of all of these. I mean, yeah. I have you know. Yes, I have a we seven, can hear you. I have a seven-year-old granddaughter who is like my best friend. I must have ten thousand photographs of her. You know what I mean? I, yeah. I, 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 you know, I take a lot and I work them and I manipulate them and I, you know, kind of give them an aesthetic. And then, of course, I send them to my daughter or family and they're like, oh, my God, why did you take that? And, and she, <laughs> uh, she calls me uh, every night at 630 um, nowadays on, on uh, FaceTime to basically play games or read stories or nice. just hang out with me mm -hmm. for an hour. And, and we're engaged or sometimes she's just playing a game and just wants me there, like Wonderful. talking and whatnot. It's, a, it's an incredible thing that's come out of this pandemic. Uh, it's just amazing. And I see her once a week, but she lives on the other side of, of town, which in LA is it's about four country. hours away. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> 
Uh, but out of that, I have so many interesting screenshots of her that I've kind of taken in and really redressed. And people are like, how did you get that angle? Ah, <laughs> see, there's another snapshot form then for the future of, or, or at a necessity. And I know there's been quite there's been quite a few high profile uh you know uh publications in 2020 of, of photographers who've learned to use ipads and and things like that to to take uh remote photographs um i'm not quite sure what i think about that actually i think i i, I like the fact that it's a, it has to be an active collaboration between the subject and the photographer i think that's a really powerful thing uh, uh it may be um uh I'm only interested in the final picture. I mean, me, I don't really need to go to the sausage factory. I mean, I like being in the sausage factory <laughs> because I, I, you know, like, you know, I, I like getting my hands dirty and, and learning a technique and really owning that technique and drilling down and then forgetting it if I, if I need to, but, or using a very small part of it. But I like, you know, it's taken me, you know, my whole life to, to start to feel that I have some modicum of control over the uh, process and technique of photography. I mean, I continually learn. I continually study. I'm continually trying to understand the nuances of technique. And that's why I want to free myself into the aesthetic of <laughs> hose it down, discover <laughs> as something completely different and, okay. and use it. Wonderful. So now we know where, now we know the future of the snapshot or maybe have an idea where this might go. Something to think about. And if, if, if you out there listening to this or watching this, if you have an idea or thoughts about this, come join us on our Discord and discuss with us um it's time for the picks of the week let us start with adrian oh okay okay so this I one have... you put it in there mbp.com yeah so, oh, great so. oh right oh and by, by the way you see this here in german because it detected my browser language and let me try to fix that. Uh, yes, so, so this is this is a company. Uh, so so this 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 is a facilitation of snapshot making. That's that's the li that's the tenuous link to this week's theme. Um, mm -hmm. uh, if, if members of our Discord may have noted that I actually uh, I actually ordered a new camera uh, this week. Um, well, new to me, I am trading uh, my Fuji XT1 for a Fuji XT3, which will allow me to do much better, much more easily use it as a, a webcam for a lot of my professional work that I do where I am on video calls a lot um, and for recording this as well, where we do video now. So uh, these guys are great. Uh, they are a company. They, they do have a, a German contingent, and I think a, you, they're moving into the USA as well and some other companies. Uh, other no, they, countries they, they've been here i've i've used them and had great experience have you well they're they're, they're from brighton which is a, a, a yeah, town I've been there not too yeah, just over an hour away from where i live um and uh they they i would say having used them before they offer really really good service they and do. so i have i have bought uh uh it's not arrived yet but i've just bought a fuji xt3 uh and uh it says like new uh, and if it's anything like stuff i've had from them before it will be like new and uh it's cost me just over 500 pounds 
because I've traded in my XT1 and they give very fair prices. So, um, you know, I'm looking forward to getting a new camera. And anyway, just to get just uh, no, nothing, no sponsorship, no special relationship or commercial relationship. I'm just a happy customer of theirs. So mm-hmm. that's my as, tip as for I today. Am. Very good. Imar, yours is... Um, Mine is... is it's a Flickr account that I, I found at one stage and I just have to go back there and look at it every now and again. Scroll down a good bit from the beginning. It's a lot of portraits at the start. But um, what drew me to this was uh, it's very enigmatic. I don't know who the person is, but it's all photos they found in an attic. So I guess they're scanning in negatives and just sharing them. And they're so random. But, um, there's that. all kinds of everything. There's thousands and thousands of pictures. You could be looking at it all day. So so these just, are photos from multiple attics or just from one specific one? I, I have no clue. It's just <laughs> the account is called. There's no information that goes along with it at all. But um, I've been looking at it for a while. And it's just, it always <laughs> intrigues me. Like the stories of where do they get these? Those are true snapshots. These, yeah, they, they are really true are. snapshots. They are, yes. Yeah, good boy. Yeah, very much. Yeah. Some, some quite it's artistic. It's like if you go to... To a, uh, I guess you call them jumble sales. In, in, in it would yeah. do here. Yes, right. I know what a jumble yeah, sale yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, you, sometimes people. Yeah. Are oh my selling god! Like that old look, look at this. Fourteen hundred <laughs> pages. Oh, yeah, there's man, that's a millions of them. Yeah, oh, yeah. I guess god. it's a hobby they have that they just <laughs> find uh, negatives and scan them in and just share them to see what's on them. Maybe it that could be just their own curiosity. But that is that's very random work. stuff. Excellent yeah. choice, Humor. I love totally it. Totally random. Yeah. <laughs> Very good, good stuff. <laughs> okay, Jeremiah, yours is next. Uh, Shinoguchi, um, a, a, a very, very fine, again, a sense of irony and, and fun Japanese street photographer uh, that bridges that snapshot uh, art aesthetic that I like. Talk about the tops of children's heads. <laughs> yes, yeah. <laughs> um, I, these are... Uh, they're they're beautiful. They're so well observed. Uh, this person, who I do not know, but but his work makes me feel he is so completely present um, on the street. Mm. I I just love his, what he's finding. Look at that. I mean, they're yeah, very, good very stuff. Fun. Yeah, really yeah, good stuff. Uh, that is really amazing. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah. Look at that. Like <laughs> <laughs> I, I love irony in those kinds of, of image images. Just okay, love that, that. That's a link definitely to follow and look, look in deeper. Um, I have brought you the opposite of the snapshot. Have you heard about this story? <laughs> yes, so, uh, yes, I read so this. Uh, cosmetics company, uh, how do you pronounce them? Estee Lauder? Estee Lauder. Estee Lauder. They are paying NASA $180. $28,000 for a photo shoot on the ISS. So they are sending up with a, with a, one of those supply missions, they're sending up some of their advanced night repair, whatever stuff. And and then they are paying NASA because, you know, NASA opened up um, the, the ISS for commercial stuff uh, a couple of years ago, I think. So there's been tourists up there now. And um, that um, is fairly, fairly reasonably priced, I would think. Um, not only will they send this up, of course, they won't send a photographer up, but they will send, uh, they will instructions. have instructions. They will have instructions and they will have the, 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 the astronauts to take the shots. They have excellent photo gear up there. There are good photographers. Um, we've seen a lot of great shots from up there. Na- NASA charges a professional fee per hour 
of the astronauts' time of seventeen thousand and five hundred dollars. Whoa! Well, I think, I think I'll that. charge that as my new hourly rate. Actually, <laughs> I think I'll, you know, you know, you look at that that the cost of that one hundred twenty-eight thousand dollars, right? And then you think, mm-hmm. well, I used to make cosmetic commercials when I was directing them, and like often the budget was like, I don't know. A million dollars, yeah. right? Yeah. Or, yeah. This is cheap. Yeah. This is compared so, very cheap. cheap. <laughs> you know, it's so cheap. You get your all your crew is paid for, and it includes getting the goods back from the ISS with the next mission that comes down, so they can auction that off or sell that for all like this yes, cosmetics yeah. that has been in space. Um, so yeah, the future so of this photography. Is, this is what in the in the new jargon they call a collaboration, isn't it? Because yes, you did, to make that image, you really didn't need to send a bottle of perfume to a spaceship. <laughs> like, really, no. you could have made that image quite bragging happily. rights dude bragging well, rights so, but that's what it, that's what it is isn't it so this this is what i mean about the the collaboration so again future of the snapshot collaborations because the you know all of the youtubers are doing it no, none of the no, none of these youtubers or, or other in, social influencers they don't talk about sponsors anymore or they don't they don't talk about advertising they all talk about oh, i'm doing a collab i'm doing a collab with uh, with nike or yeah. or but it feeds back you know that nasa is very very active in the social media space and so apparently is estee lauder so absolutely and and so by by the way does tom cruise have to go to space to shoot a movie in space well, he's gone. Probably yeah. not. Yeah. Well, Roger Moore went, didn't he, to do Moonraker? <laughs> yeah, that was true. <laughs> true story. <laughs> By the way, I can hardly wait till IATSE, the the uh, you know the union, and and it goes like, well, where where was the union rep up there? Like, <laughs> oh wow! Like, like this is shot non-union. You can't put this on the air. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, this, to me. with with the current climate, this is a lawsuit I'm really looking forward because yeah, um, that's going to be very different. Okay, with that, uh, let's say goodbye. This was the Future Photography episode 150, which means if Ooh, you're new to this, there are 149 mm. other episodes out there over on thefuturephotography.com. We have a Twitter and an Insta, both um, TFOP now, and uh, join us. On our Discord, here is all the addresses in one frame. And with that, we say goodbye. Till next time. Bye. Bye, folks. Bye. Bye. Thank you. You've been listening to the Future of Photography, a production by Adrian Stock and Chris Marquardt. Subscribe to the show wherever you get your other podcasts. Find the show notes and more information at thefutureofphotography.com. <laughs>